Hello and welcome everyone to a very special Brainski Unleashed. Today I'm joined by a legend. This man has his brand literally on every continent in the world. Everyone knows what this man created. Absolutely legendary. So welcome to the program, Joe Foster, founder of Reebok. Thank you, Thomas. Thank you for inviting me. It's going to be interesting. Oh, I think so. I'm so happy to have you here. So um, Joe, there's something that's that's been kind of on my mind lately. Uh, I'm one who typically pays a lot of attention to what's going on in the news, and I pay a lot of attention to how businesses function. You have a, a, a long storied history. You've dealt with a lot of challenges uh, in your book, um, Shoemaker, which, by the way, is an excellent book. I'm reading it. I apologize. I'm a slow reader, so I haven't had read the whole thing yet. Um, but uh, there's a lot of challenges in business. There's a lot of challenges in the world. And sometimes that those two worlds collide. Um, would you say that in many boardrooms in, in today's society and even in small businesses, there's probably this, this feeling of, do we engage in the culture wars and the politics of today? Is that a smart move or do we avoid it and just make our products damn good? What are your thoughts on that? Well, it depends on you, how you describe politics. Um, normally I would not get involved in politics, but um, if it's the fact that uh, we have uh, competitors, and we do, if if you get challenges, then if you don't get challenges, there's something wrong. You're not pushing the envelope far enough. You must you must get challenges. We we had many. We didn't like them at first. We we oh what what's happening? But we did we did realize that those challenges, those failures on occasions, they they were really opportunities, because we had the opportunity to change our name. And we didn't really want to at first, but we, we ended up with a better name. So we acknowledge that uh, if you've not got challenges, you're missing something. You're oh, really missing something. I, I agree with you there. As a matter of fact, you know, in any business, the challenges are what actually brings brings the real change, the real development of a company. And I will say, I like the name you guys chose versus the one that you had. I was reading up on that one and much, much, much better name. I mean, can you imagine if you actually stuck with the one you had? I mean, you'd probably be nowhere. Um, and, uh, and, and so Reebok just stands out. And, and of course, then you ended up changing the logo and then it's got a new logo, but that's another story. But I mean, I think what I was talking about is, you know, you have these situations now where you've got these large corporations and some idiot on X will say, you know, Reebok or Nike, you know, how do you feel? Where do you stand on blah? And then they'll make this stand. And then just like Budweiser or something like that, they just lose immediately. But you know, there's this there's this theory that, you know, any bad publicity is still publicity. Therefore, it's good publicity. Recommend still stay out of the politics, stay out of the culture war, even though there may be a uh, a, a publicity benefit and just make a good product. Well, it's just making a good product. At least you've got that on your side. And I'm not saying I mean, today, let me put it this way. I had backed out and sort of semi retired from Reebok before we got computers before we got smartphones. So I didn't have any social media problems in, in, in that sense. I can see where you're coming from today, and you get people like Elon Musk, who just sort of thrive off the whole thing. Yeah. And, and if you go into politics, even Trump is, is thriving off the challenges, which, are, which is sort of stupid. So I think you have to be probably a, a different mindset to me. My marketing was pretty well straightforward, influencers, uh, promote the product and uh, and not really get engaged because there was no real uh, 
engagement in the way it is today on social media. I think if you, you need to be a good guy. You need to know how not to cross the line. You need to know that to, to put people down, to put them right. That's, but that is the thing. And, and I guess I would employ a specialist who was really good at that. Yeah. Well, I mean, that goes without saying, you know, uh, sometimes they, these, these boards will probably have the specialists that they think they're good at. And then, and, and then you have a Bud Light situation where everything comes, you know, crashing down. Um, so, uh, I'm, I'm going to pivot real quick, uh, because we have a limited time in this interview. Um, let's talk a little bit about struggles because I think every single one of us who's in business suffers with struggling. And, and I use that word suffers, uh, sort of lightly because those that that suffering is what what really steals us what, what makes us strong Greensky unleashed is powered by profit max did you know that 93 percent of businesses overpay on their taxes do you pay too much in taxes a recent study showed that businesses are overpaying between 34 and 71 percent profit max has proven legal tax strategy solutions to reduce your tax burden I'm not only a client, but I even join the team to help other business owners just like me pay only their fair share and nothing more. Go to ProfitMax.co. That's ProfitMax.co. ProfitMax.co to find out more. You can even connect with me there, as you should. And I'll help make sure that your tax bill is legally as low as allowed. ProfitMax. Keep your cash. Can you just kind of go into, I mean, look, you, you, you started Reebok. You almost lost the company. You struggled really hard. Where does that grit come from? I mean, you know, is that something that that, that is that is learned over time, or, or do you have to have that just ingrained in you from birth? Well, I think there is a lot to do with uh, the, your your DNA. I think your DNA has to be one that enjoys a challenge, and uh, and, and yes, there are struggles because, as you've read in many, many things in the book, that uh, you can come up against some which seem unsurmountable, but there's nothing insurmountable. You may have to take a backward step. Okay, we, ne we nearly went out of business, but it didn't take long to rec recognize the fact that we needed to go collect our stock back and then we needed to resell it. Because if our bank manager found that we no longer had a cash flow, we would have, we, we would have been in serious trouble. So we devised a way of going to schools and selling our product to, through the schools and we could sell it at, at such a good price. It was half price that they would expect to buy it in a, in a retail store. And yet, it was a better price for us than we were actually selling it to our distributor. So we actually made more money. We put more effort in. And, you know, when you do put the effort in and you see it working, that's such a thrill. That's such a pleasure. You can see that, yes, okay. And so it's that grit. So I think... For the question, yes, I think you can you can learn because sometimes you have to, but you've got to be an optimist. An optimist can keep on getting it wrong, and then turn around to another idea. So you have to be the optimist in in order to continue to fight those battles. And one of the reasons I really backed out of Reebok is that Reebok became so big, became so corporate, with so many lawyers, so many accountants, and so many in between. That for me, the challenge had gone. I, I recognized that I'd had 20 something years of challenges. And now I'm just going around and I'm waving a flag. I'm just becoming uh, the cheerleader. Uh, yeah, the cheerleader. And, uh, and that, wasn't, that wasn't a challenge. So I, I think you have to enjoy the challenges. And I guess that 
maybe some people get too many really big challenges and it kills them. We were probably lucky. Our challenges didn't get to the point where it killed us and we managed to uh, become victorious. Yeah. And, and I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of natural. You know, when things stop being fun, you, you just don't want to do them anymore. You know? <laughs> well, that's. So uh, let me ask you this, because uh, I don't know the answer to this. Uh, do you have kids? Two. Okay. So when you had kids, and, and this is a ridiculous question, when you had kids and you're sitting there at the dinner table, did they ever come to you and say, Dad, I want to wear Nikes? And if they did, what would happen at the dinner table? Uh, well, if, if one of my kids said, I want to wear Nikes, uh, I'd say, you better leave home. I'll pack your bag. <laughs> <laughs> so that was like not allowed in that family. Not allowed, no. Yeah, nice. No, okay. You got to stay loyal. Amen to that. So uh, did you did you ever want to bring the kids into the business or was this a business? Like in my business, I know that I think about my children and I think, oh my God, I never want you people doing anything like this. It, or, or did you kind of want to bring them in? Well, there's two things. Unfortunately, my daughter, she died. Oh, so she died at 20, 28, but uh, she didn't come into business. My son did come into business and was the biggest pain in the ass we ever had. So unfortunately, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like, okay, you could make sure that people did things and did things the way that, uh, you know, we, we spelled it out, but, um, my son didn't want to do that. And, uh, it's difficult when you've got your son in the business and he's reporting to somebody else and he doesn't do it. So for me, children in business, it may be all right, but, uh, for me, it didn't work. Yeah. I, I just. I wouldn't want them in mine, you know, you know, mine are too young still, but I, just the whole idea of it. No, it's, it's a no. non-starter, you know, go do something different. Go be a doctor, you know? Uh, yeah. Something else. Right. The <laughs> yeah. Um, so with the children, you had stresses. How, during those difficult times, I mean, you're supporting a family and, and the business is functioning. What were those times like for you from, from just the stress on the family? I mean, were you able to be well-connected with the family the entire time, or were you just one of those, you know, workaholics? And, and if you weren't, how did you manage that? I think I was nearer to the workaholic, and, uh, and I, I only justified that by saying when, when, when I'm really earning good money and we can do things that we'd love to do, I'll, I'll probably step back a little bit. But until that time, I just got to keep going because it, it's, uh, I, I couldn't shut the door and walk away when there's a problem still left on the desk. That, that didn't work for me. So, okay, there were many long hours, there were many times I had to be away. And uh, if you can get your family to accept that, and I think my family was sort of not mm, a little bit sort of, I mean, my wife did say on more than one occasion, Joe, why don't you go and get a proper job? Yeah, I've heard that. <laughs> I've heard that too. That's yeah, so you know, and and that that is hard to take. It's hard to say, I'm doing my best. Just to, in a little while, in a little while, yeah, <laughs> this yeah. will happen. Yeah, yeah. And it, 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 now with that, were were you able to ever fully reconcile? Did it did it all just finally become peaceful after it was sold, or was there any bitterness left over? Well, uh, I. I think my my son, we don't really. Get, he's he's gone his own way. Okay, and that's okay. 
we don't see much of him, but mm. that's fine. And uh, and I and I think that uh, in a way that that was sort of a throwback to when he did work for the company and it didn't work, and I had to sort of say sorry. You know, I think there was some resentment left over from from yeah. those days, but. I, I think those are the challenges that you 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 take on, and then sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't work. And uh, and I know that uh, some people have. Uh, it's great. Um, Stephen Rubin is uh, his son Andy is now running Pentland. Pentland is a massive company, um, but uh, it didn't work for me. I, I think it all depends on the temperament of the child and your temperament as yeah. well. Yeah. All right, well, listen, uh, we are unfortunately out of time, but it has been an absolute pleasure talking to you, Joe. Uh, I cannot thank you enough, and uh, I, I wish you absolute success with your book, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to finish that book, and I'm going to scream from the uh, mountaintops that uh, everyone needs to read it as well. Please do, Thomas, and thank you. It's been, been a real pleasure talking to you.